Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. They set up a wing on the left side. Love under center. Motion to the left side by Watson. Jones alone sent back. Give it to Aaron Jones. Picks his way up the middle. Enzo, touchdown! Aaron Jones doing it again to the Cowboys. Yep, shock. I mean, they got annihilated yesterday. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. At one point, this game was 41-16. to It was a absolute butt-whooping by the Green Bay Packers, yeah. and now Dallas is left to pick up the pieces. <laughs> that broadcaster, that's, that's cold to say that it's a turnstile. Okay, this is going to sound like I'm defending Dak Prescott, but when you let the other team run all over you, that means your offense is not on the field. That means your offense can't get any rhythm. That means that your passing game is going to suffer. So to put this all on Dak is ridiculous to me. And I'm not saying you're doing that, yeah. but I think that I, I'm not giving up on the Cowboys with a new coach who is not going to have his team be tight in the playoffs. A guy who's been in the playoffs like a Belichick or a Harbaugh, I think could inspire this team to play over their head in the postseason instead of well below their head, which is what they did last night. Is that an expression? Yeah, over their skis or whatever. Well, yeah, over their head and below their head. That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) But that's what they did. Okay, they were tight yesterday, obviously. I mean, listen, you have Green Bay who just gets the fortune, the 50-50 coin toss. They win. They go down and score. That can't mean the game's over. Well, usually no one one takes the ball after they win the coin toss. You defer. That's what everyone else in the NFL does. But they said we can get to the Cowboys. Cowboys by running it right down their throat. And they did. And, you know, it was actually a Cowboys penalty that kept that first drive going. And so, you know, the Packers just had answers at every turn and Dallas had none. Yeah. And you can say that they were tight and they were sure they, 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 I think they thought they had it. I don't know if it was a tight, I think it was almost, were they too relaxed? Did they think that we're a, a touchdown favorite this team is coming in. They're young. They're probably just happy to make the playoffs. They can come in here and be our sacrificial lamb. And then it was like a wake-up call in that first drive, especially the first drive defensively uh, for Green Bay. Yeah. They came. They were physical. And I think the Cowboys offense was like, oh, no. Like, CeeDee Lamb well, uh, particularly, all, all he of a sudden off. had to think twice, am I going to get absolutely decapitated on some of these throws? I don't know. I, I think something looked – it wasn't just – when they were down 7 nothing, he already looked off. On the first drive, he made a play. It was like, wait, did he just run the right route? What is going on with C.D. Lamb? Felt like for some reason he came out confused. I, I don't understand why. I saw him literally single-handedly butt-whoop the Eagles twice. He's amazing receiver. And last night, for most of the first half, he just did not have it. Here's the thing about putting the blame on any one person, all of it. It's hard to do yeah. when you get... 
thoroughly destroyed yeah. in this way. Here's what I'm saying about Dak Prescott. And I think Mike McCarthy is probably going to be gone. So they'll make that change. You're not changing the owner and the general manager and Jerry Jones as much as people want that to happen. Here's the thing about Prescott. You know it and I know it. Not winning a Super Bowl. And the problem with that is that the Cowboys, because they're general manager, have really shoehorned themselves into Prescott. Now, the guy's a 12-game winner and all of that. I'm not saying he's a bad QB. I'm saying you left yourself with no options. There's no escape hatch. There's no reroute this thing. I, I don't see it. You, you're paying him too much. You're in for a penny, in for a pound on Prescott, and he is not going to win you a Super Bowl. Eight years in, and you can't win a home playoff game in a game you are favored by a touchdown. Guys, if it didn't happen yet, it's not going to happen. This is not John Elway we're talking about losing in Super Bowls when we knew he was an all-time great quarterback and then finally did it at the end. This is Dak Prescott, who had a spotty playoff record to begin with and now just got embarrassed at home. Yeah, I mean... Dak Prescott, people have underestimated him his whole life. Nobody, first of all, no one thought he was going to come in as a rookie, as a fourth-round pick, and be a playoff quarterback. No one. There's not a single person in the entire sports media landscape, and everyone talks about the Cowboys all the time, who thought he'd be a top-three MVP candidate this year. So we way underestimated him last year. I think you're underestimating him again. You give him a great coach, and I think it's a different ballgame. Okay, but if I give him a great coach, and then that coach says, I want to come in, and I want a great defense at a run game, then I can't pay my quarterback $50 million to do that. Every quarterback gets $50 million. And you're not going to have a veteran quarterback if you're not paying him $50, $50 million. <laughs> 50 they wish they yeah. would just pay him 50 I, There's no, that's the thing. That's not on the Cowboys. That's part of the structure of the NFL. Veteran quarterbacks are going to make that much money. I know there is very little like middle class, if you will. It's like either you have to get $150 million guaranteed or you're making like $20 million and there's not a lot in between. And for that reason, the Cowboys are kind of in no, they, they have no like other choices but to go with Prescott, unless you think, what, Trey Lance sitting back there is going to do something? Like, it, this is rough if you're a Cowboy fan because there's no easy answer. Well, there bring is in one. Jim Harbaugh, bring in Bill Belichick. It's going to, if your quarterback comes up small in the big moments, that's not going to change. Well, you know what would help? Tackle somebody and run the football. At least have a threat of a run. Look at the, uh, what they're showing on the TV. Look at the interceptions. Everyone knows you're throwing to CeeDee Lamb, but you, there's no chance you're getting a first down with the ghost of Tony Pollard out there, who's a free agent and good riddance. He was not a number one back. Uh, and your offensive line is getting old. I understand that. But you gotta, you gotta re you gotta get tough. You gotta protect your quarterback. I hate to say it. And you can win a Super Bowl that way. We've seen it. Uh, you know, listen. Brock Purdy has a great chance to win the Super Bowl this year right now. Are they winning because of Brock Purdy? No. But they are setting up a team that can run and can stop the run, and that is the key to really going far in the postseason. I agree with you, but also look at San Francisco. I mean, Dallas could be that. Their third option at receiver is better than yeah. the second option for Dallas. Dallas has got – I mean, they missed with Brandon Cooks. They need to invest in a real threat other than C.D. Lamb. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Uh, okay, let's go to George. He is in South Carolina. Had a thought on the Cowboys wide receivers from yesterday. Hey, George. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning, America. Yeah, uh, what I saw was uh, Lamb, of course, having a little bit of a meltdown because they couldn't get the ball to him. During the game, you know, he would uh, have double coverage, sometimes even triple coverage. Uh, it it kind of reminded me of the child as in the grocery store going down the cereal aisle and mama's not getting the cereal yep. that he wants. 
and she knows good and well he ain't going to eat the cereal. He just wants the prizes on the inside. And uh, so you know, they wind up trying to throw the ball to him. And like I said, triple coverage. And can Lamb catch those balls? Yes, he's done it before. But uh, yesterday it just wasn't happening. There should have been uh, other receivers that Dak should have thrown to. And uh, Lamb needs to have a little bit more of a team spirit instead of uh, complaining that he's not getting the ball and doing the highlight show. Um, that's what I had to say. Appreciate you guys' show, and have a good one. I agree so much, George. You could see he had, I, I think he had a temper tantrum and did not go all out on balls. I'm uh, Again, look at the highlights. There was that play in the end zone where they at the end of the half, the Cowboys ended up scoring a touchdown anyway, so it didn't matter. But it was a fade in the corner to C.D. Lamb. He did not put a full effort out on the ball. Regular season, when he's confident and feeling himself, that's a touchdown. I just thought that C.D. Lamb felt the pressure last night. And we all knew. I How many times did I say all you have to do to stop the Cowboys is cover C.D. Lamb? You did say so that So they lot. did it, and he did not respond well. I, I think he lost his confidence, and he was obviously complaining. That's why Dak was upset. So to me... Again, same thing as last year. This is not all on Dak. His wide receivers can kill him. We've seen it many times in the past. There's something wrong with that wide receiver core. They do not show up in the big moments either. It would be an interesting time for CeeDee Lamb to suddenly, you know, not put in max effort considering he's on the doorstep of signing a massive contract and this should be the carrot that's out there. Do you think there. he was going all out for some of those balls? I mean, no. there was one that was maybe three inches behind him that he catches all the time. I'm not saying he wasn't putting out max effort. I, I think he felt the pressure of the playoffs, and I think he came up small. Yeah, I think there was something about, I think the Green Bay secondary did not have a great reputation coming into this game. The Green Bay defense in general yeah. did not have a good reputation coming into this game. And they just got physical and yeah. turned it on them. And I think the Cowboys got punched in the mouth a little bit. Like, oh, shoot. This is, we, what are we going to do now? And then all of a sudden you're down 14 nothing, And then Dak throws a pick six. And now you're down. And it's like panic. Well, big thing was not having Jair Alexander for a lot of this season. And he got been, knocked out of this game. Yeah, he got banged up in this game as well. But, I mean, well, they didn't know he was well, he's healthy. Yeah, and when he's healthy, this is the kind of player he is. Yeah. Uh, he's great. As long as he doesn't run out for the coin, coin toss. toss. <laughs> but, <laughs> which is crazy. You know, also, something that helped the Packers at all all the games this weekend, they let the DBs get very they physical did. with the receivers. So, I think that was a huge factor. I think the interception, Jair Alexander's interception, he was awfully physical. Uh, with the receiver. I, I think it was a great no call. But that being said, that helped them immediately. Jair Alexander, before the game, they it was interesting. Jake Glazer on Fox said, we're monitoring him. We don't think that he can cover CeeDee Lamb if he's not full strength. He was so full strength when he was out there. What a player. He is funny, though. He is. Remember that <laughs> he is just a total character. I, and I think you need that. They, they The Packers are so loose right now. Jair Alexander is one of the loosest guys. House money. Uh, that being said, I, I'm picking the Niners the next round, but I well, still am totally about this. We'll get to the Niners when we get to yeah, the Niners yeah. today. Still unpacking this win over the Cowboys. Don is in Houston. He's uh, got some issues with the Cowboys. Don, let it out. Hey, good morning, Maggie. How y'all doing? Fantastic. What's up? Hey, great fan of y'all's. Uh, welcome to Houston market. Uh, heard you guys the first for the first time. In fact, I think y'all used to be later on in the, in the day or something. Y'all switched to the early morning show and i found you guys by mistake and been listening to you ever since oh, thank great you. show found you on youtube oh this, this great. Is a great show the whole staff you guys are great hey real quick you know I, it, you, this thing with dallas cowboys you know you know please it, it, it's not rocket science 
The problem with that with the Dallas Cowboys is is Jerry Jones, obviously, mm-hmm. and that guy's not going to change. Okay, he is who he is. He's not going to give anybody any power up there. They're never going to have a coach uh, like Belichick or someone like Harbaugh, which y'all have already talked about, because they're going they're going to require to to coach a team and manage a team, and Jones ain't going to allow them to do that. And secondly. Especially in today's in, in today's game, you have to have a franchise quarterback. You have to have a great quarterback to win in this league today because of the spread offense, the RPO. Yep. Back 20 years ago, you could get by with the West Coast offense. You could get by with mediocre quarterbacks. It goes all the way back. The reason they can't win up there, it goes all the way back to Tony Romo. Tony Romo did the same thing that, that Dak is doing today. He'd, he'd win, win, win through, through, through the season and come, come, uh, come playoff time. He would fall short. Couldn't get him over the line. You know, at okay? least though, same it dawned. It dawned, and, and I'm so glad you found our show. Thank you so much. And, and we love being on in Houston because, as Perloff has said, long, lifelong Houston, uh, Houston Cougars fan. And now a newfound Houston Texans fan. <laughs> now new new Texans fan. And I don't hate the Astros as much as most people either. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yes, Perloff pandering. But I think that uh, <laughs> we, we love Houston. We had such a great time during the Final Four last year. But this is the thing. You had, like, drama and stuff at times with Tony Romo. And I'm not just talking about the Jessica Simpson thing, but yeah. I'm talking about, like, the botched, you know, hold on the field goal. Stuff like that. That was early, but yes. Yes. So you had all these things. Like, Dak's got none of that. So it's like you can't even say, oh, the walls are closing in, or, you know, he's got to deal with all these tabloid things, too. It's not – there's no drama. He's just bad when it comes to the big game. I, I don't know. I, I agree. I mean – you're saying that Romo is better in big games? Same exact thing. No, they would I go 12 that, and 4 and lose in the second but there round. Was always a, same, a, same, same. There was always also a, a criticism that came with Romo that sometimes was a little more tabloidy. Like, Dak yeah. doesn't have any of that stuff. This is all football, and it's just not coming up big in the big moment. I mean, I don't think Romo can use the Jessica. None of that is a valid excuse. He, it's not like Romo's out there partying all the time. He was, he was fine. It's very similar. What's the common ingredient? No matter who the coach is, no matter who the quarterback the common ingredient is Jerry Jones. And you, we're looking way too deep into this. And again, if it's not going to be Dak Prescott, please go to another quarterback. I would, as an Eagles fan, I want you to be mediocre next year. Because Dak is a top 10 quarterback. And you just, they, they don't have, not a lot of those. I mean, you can take it for granted winning 12 games. That could go away pretty easily too. Let's go to Wesley. I mean, the Cowboys were 8-8 eight eight for a long time and they stuck with Jason Garrett. Uh, Wesley's in South Carolina has got a thought on the Cowboys defense. Hey, Wes, what's up? Uh, good morning. I was I've been listening to this show and um Dak and um Speedy and Tony Pollard and those guys didn't give up forty eight points. I remember as a kid always being taught that defense wins games and to give up forty eight points is why Dallas lost this game. I don't think Dak played bad. He gave up six points. Uh the play calling um was suspect. They didn't get they didn't take the pressure off of Dak. I had Tony Pollard in fantasy football all year, and he stunk. (laughs) Tony Pollard ran the ball. He ran the ball well, and they went away from it. But the defense gave up 48 points. Nobody's talking about Dan Quinn. They're talking about Dak and CeeDee. Yeah, listen, Wesley, you're you're not wrong, and appreciate that, and Dan Quinn should be absolutely under the microscope for this one. But I just ask you, so the first drive of the game, Green Bay goes down and scores a touchdown. First drive for Dallas, they punt. Okay, then Green Bay punts. Second drive for Dallas offensively, 
interception. Then Green Bay scores a touchdown. Then they punt because Dak takes a bad sack that sacked him out of field goal range, which you cannot do in year eight. Not anymore. Then the fourth offensive drive for the Cowboys is the pick six, and now you're 27-0. So the defense, yes, put it on them, but your offense did absolutely nothing to even give you a prayer in the first half, and it was over in the second half. Was Dak missing open guys? I I think that call is exactly right. The play calling was garbage. The play calling was was bad, too. I mean, I don't even understand. Yeah, there's, but they were in a tough spot where they could not establish a run, so they had to start to drop back. And when Dak drops back, everyone in that entire stadium, including the Packers, know that he's looking for C.D. Lamb. So they took advantage. Okay, DT was in our chat, uh, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Don found the chat. You guys find the chat. They're fun, really uh, welcoming people. We said that a pick six, this is what DT, one of our weedos said, weedos, weirdos who smoke weed, uh, said a pick six is so demoralizing. It's like walking in, finding your wife with the mailman. And we got into a discussion that feels like kind of a dated reference, mostly because I think a lot of women work now. And I think a lot of mail carriers are are female. So I think the the reference gets dated. (laughs) Also, UPS FedEx, I think just a, you know, Better selection there? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I love the mailman. Our person's awesome. But by the way, that pick we six. them. Obviously, and maybe you guys disagree, that pick six would, did not cost them the game. Weren't they down 20 to nothing already? Yes, but. So your win probability is about less than 1% at that point. They had already lost that they game. They were driving. Yeah, but still, it was 20 to not. They were driving. They were at midfield. Right. They, were, yeah, they weren't in their own. Do you think they think things were going well uh, before that pick six? That was not what broke the... They were down 20 to nothing at home, and it should have been 21 nothing. They score a touchdown there. Isn't they, this game entirely different? No, because they could not stop Jordan Love or Aaron Jones for even a second. Not not at all. I, I'm going to disagree. I think, with, I think if they had scored there, it's second and two at the Green Bay 40, and that's when Dak throws the pick six. Then they come back. Uh, they obviously get the ball right back. 12-play drive. They were down 20 points. I know, but the 12-play drive, and they score right in the la- literally the last second right. of the half, and they're getting the ball in the second half. So I thought, oh, here comes Dallas. They could get back in this game. They uh, kick a field goal in the first possession of the second half. You're like, all right, now it's 27-10. That's not insurmountable at home, but Green Bay answered with a touchdown, and they weren't messing around. Green Bay had an answer for everything that Dallas wanted to do. The reason I brought up the mailman thing, is because you can't you have this yeah. all time mailman. Code. Well, I think everybody who lives in an apartment building, which I don't know what, 15, 20% of the country, what happens when a UPS guy comes to the door and and you don't have a doorman? Do you let him in or do you wait for him to buzz up or delivery guy or anything? Yeah. What's the etiquette? So I don't even know. For me, mailman, I let him in. Yeah. That Deliver- uniform del- is gravitas. Yeah. Delivery guy, you got to wait. Sorry. What about UPS guy? Because now there's millions of those. UPS guy, sure. Anybody delivering So what if a it's a fake uniform? Or a mail. <laughs> I mean, I, at that point, if you've gone, if you committed that much <laughs> to, the, to get that a fake uniform, then all right, then you know what? Something bad can happen. Yeah. But uh, anybody else, like, again, anybody could have a coat on and a, you know, and in my neighborhood a lot of times, yeah, a pizza. So now a lot of times these guys have, like, biker helmets because they're on scooters. Yeah. But, I mean, if you don't have one, then I'm definitely going to be suspicious. So, yeah. No, if you're you're delivering food, sorry, you gotta buzz in whoever you were trying to get. So I think that's a much better situation than I watch a lot of ring videos. Living in the suburbs and having someone drop a package on your front door, yeah, I mean, that thing's as good as gone. 
They call them, do they call them porch vultures or porch uh, pirates? Porch pirates. Yeah. yeah, that thing. And I, I understand they've gotten a little better with the ring cameras and whatnot at catching these people, but that feels like a dangerous situation. There must be so much stuff. There are probably packages that were awesome that I didn't get that I don't even know about. People mailing <laughs> you me forgot, stuff. You forgot you, you Yeah, what ordered. did you, th- what, what was on the way to you? I have no idea. I, whenever something comes in the mail, I'm like, oh, I forgot I ordered that. <laughs> are you guys like that? And like, you get a box, you're like, oh, awesome. A new no, pencil sharpener. I have, a, <laughs> I have a thing where now every time I walk by my front door, I have to look outside, even when I'm not expecting a package. I don't know why. It's like I, it's like a, a Pavlovian thing. Like I'm conditioned now. To check outside every time. Are you looking for the ops? What are you looking outside I'm for? I'm looking to see if I got a package. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe so, someone sent me something. This is a little too much information. I'm going to sell myself out here. About three weeks ago, I went for a run at 8.30 on a Sunday morning. Humble brag. Yeah, wow. Look at you getting up and at him. I Our walked out resolution. the door, and there was a delivery guy who I opened the door for, and he walked in. Go out running for half an hour. Oh, no. Come back, and he's just leaving the building. I don't know what happened. Two weeks later, there's a 24-hour doorman in our building, a security guy they had to hire. Uh-oh. Oh. So I think I let in the robber. And do not let anyone in my building Oh, my God. This. So you're oh Peter gosh. Parker. I think... <laughs> that's, that's Peter Parker's origin. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm Peter Parker. I think I Check let in the uncle. robber. Check on your uncle. Maybe maybe that's what happened. With great know. responsibility, EJ. Yeah, there you go. Or what's the, what's the expression? With great power, great power comes great responsibility. Even Maggie got that one. Yeah, well, it's a word. The great power is my ability to open the door for a delivery man. <laughs> and then walk out I think I with made your a, earbuds in, just like not a care in the world. I think I made a fatal mistake. I felt bad. It was cold outside. I let the guy in. I well, mean, we, this, that's the problem with this whole economy. Everybody orders Amazon. There's a lot of uh, well, We had a there. problem in our building where, I know I'm letting my off to it, whatever. We had we had a guy who who got in and then was living in our stairwell apparently. Yeah, okay. like apparently it was like why is it why does the stairwell smell? And yeah. apparently it's because someone start they got in because someone let them in and they they just started squatting there for however many days. Yeah, like literally squatting. I uh, yeah, that happens all the time. <laughs> this is not going to be great building. for uh, tourism for New York, but I also have a story where we had a, we lived in a doorman building at one point and the doorman one day we got in we were getting married. So all the registry stuff, like we were getting lots of packages. Ooh, and one day stuff. I walk in and there's a package sitting in the middle of our living room. I call my husband. I was like, oh, were you home today? No. The doorman opened the door of our apartment, put the package in and did God knows what else in there and then left. And we were like, hey, man, you, we don't really need you to like come in and leave our packages. Like, please don't come into our apartment when we're not there. A total violation and then he got fired only a couple weeks later because he was having intimate personal relations oh, yeah. with somebody in oh, somebody else's apartment yeah. i yeah i i've heard that story before yeah. Not, i'm just saying that sounds familiar but i like the doorman putting the expensive stuff in my apartment our doorman goes into our apartment all the time oh uh, we didn't have that kind of relationship with this guy we we weren't like friends with yeah. him we didn't know him Please yeah. stay out of my underwear drawer, Mr. Yeah. Norman. <laughs> All right, 855-212-4CBS. What well, he's in about? someone else's underwear, underwear yeah, drawer, my husband's. seems like. <laughs> yes, the neighbor. Right. Wasn't cool what her husband found out. 855-212-4227. Oh, is that what happened? Oh, get, now we got a movie. Let's get a video of that. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, you voyeur. Uh, the Cowboys, yes. Disappointing. Horribly. 
We also have Tua to get into. Uh, tough game for Miami in sub-zero conditions. Uh, we also have a weather report for you for the game today, this afternoon, in Buffalo. Not looking great. 855-212-4CBS. Maggie and Perloff. We're back here on Maggie and Perloff. Just saw a video from Buffalo. There's a lot of snow. And Maggie, you I guess you had a little weather-related issue this weekend. Hashtag yeah. warrior. Thank I mean, the wind, the wind and the cold affected football, not just on the field, but the viewership. I know. I mean, T's and P's for me, guys. It was uh, my power got knocked out because oh. the wind had been crazy all weekend long. Finally, just couldn't, couldn't hold anymore. And uh, knocked out the power, so I had to watch the game on my phone. <laughs> oh. I mean, it was <laughs> brutal. Uh, uh, eventually came back on. Did you get to, like, sleep and shower and all that stuff? No. We, like, well, yeah. Well, oh, I was just wondering what the deal with the hair was today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, I have no idea why. No, you're... We went to my mom's, then we came back because there was no power. Anyway, uh, I don't live in Buffalo or near it anymore, quite frankly. So that's... That this is this is what it's like: snow in the morning, transitioning transitioning to snow in the afternoon. If that's not a Buffalo forecast, I don't know what is. The highs around. Why 20. is that a transition, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm saying <laughs> the winds are going to be 10 to 20 miles an hour. Uh, chance of snow 100 percent, and snow accumulating five to eight inches. So I know. I think it was a lot of Miami fans in my mentions. I wasn't sure exactly who they were, but people who are upset that the Bills got to move their game mm. and Miami didn't get a chance to move their game against the Chiefs. Now, a couple things about that. One, there was a travel ban in Buffalo. Like, yeah. this was not the Bills making this decision unilaterally. This was politicians, who we love, making this decision because it was unsafe because last year there was a really bad storm and, like, over 40 people died in it. So they want to be very aware of that. And, listen, they're moved the game to today – and the conditions are still bad. It's not like all of a sudden now you've got this clear skies, you know, 60-degree day. This is still good. The elements are still going to play a factor, which is going to, in theory, you know, should bring the spread down, and it should be a, an equalizer here between the Bills and the Steelers. Okay, I, I do not believe you, because I know the governor of this state of New York cares more about the Bills than people's safety. I mean, half of my tax dollars go to the stupid new stadium they're building. Well, Kathy Hochul. dome on it. Kathy Hochul said, you know what? We're 10-point favorites. I want to get this as close to neutral as possible. So the Pittsburgh has to pass the ball. So you know she moved <laughs> the game for competitive reasons. Yeah. I do not buy this safety one bit. This is Buffalo, New York. This, you think that they're going to stop something because of a winter storm? Get out of here. They well, just they, don't. They just want Josh Allen to be able to find digs downfield. This has nothing to do with safety. Stop. Kathy Hochul, the only person who wanted Matt Canada to remain offensive coordinator. <laughs> I think the, the other part, too, about the Kansas City-Miami game, which ended up being, obviously, a Kansas City easy win uh, because Miami – they're totally decimated by injury. Tua could not get the ball to Tyree Kill, the receivers, and they looked freezing. Um, it's negative degree. It was it was minus twenty the next day in Kansas City. Yeah, it's like, still freezing. It still is below yes. zero. So even so, there wasn't a, a travel ban in place. And where you move the game, you're still getting these arctic temperatures. Yeah, it wasn't a football decision. They weren't saving the Bills and Steelers from playing in. Yes, they were. Win. Yes, they were. <laughs> they weren't. Okay, the game's at 4.30 today. I'm looking on my phone at Buffalo. No snow. 
And I don't see 20 consistent 20-mile-an-hour winds. It's way better than yesterday. I'm looking I, at the weather, too, and I'm seeing snow 100%. And the point Not was, at 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. No, here, I'm, looking, like, I'm looking right at my phone right, app right now. But you literally were not allowed to leave your house after <laughs> 9 p.m. on Saturday. And it takes a lot of people to staff a football game that should be out fixing roads and clearing roads and not getting people stuck in snow because they're going to watch Bill you know Steelers. Do you know, Bill? I mean, get out of here. Public safety, where that ranks below the Bills' success on the field, I can't even measure. This is Buffalo, New York. All they care about is how to get do, my Bills to advance. I, I will say this. if I was, I'm not a Dolphins fan, and I, I'm a Jets fan, so I laugh at their misery. But if I was a Dolphins fan, if you're going to tell me, well, there's dangerous weather, right. and we can't have people out, so we need to move this game, but then our game, there's dangerous weather, and people shouldn't be out, but, well, you can drive, so... I mean, that, that is the but, difference. But you could take, have driven Arrowhead fine on Saturday night. You yeah. could right, not get back and forth to the stadium on Sunday. Right, but it's still dangerous to be outside. Like oh, to me, I, I, again, and I, I understand what they're saying. But if I'm a Dolphin, I say, well, th- there's still danger in people being out there. Okay, maybe you can't. Maybe traveling and driving literally isn't as dangerous. But there are other dangers oh, EJ, that are more with being a negative degree I'm weather with than you, being snow. But so here's, I'm with you. I would say take that up with the NFL and the local officials because you. Here's the thing that we never talked about last week, and maybe we should have been talking about it. Should they have tried to move that Miami, uh, Kansas City game to a dome? You've got Dallas. I know they were playing the next day, but you have Dallas that's not that far. You have Indy that's not that far. And you Minnesota. can go to New Orleans or Minnesota. But then the fans miss out because but, then you're asking fans to then your Kansas City no. fans to have to travel to a different place. I, but it would have made the conditions. I just think you, you create a slippery slope when you're saying we're an all-weather sport sometimes. I think that that is. I think that is a real dangerous. But you realize this is a public safety thing. No, Perloff is, I, I took, is joking I, I about it, but it's real. I am not on on the yeah. on the safety oh, thing. Oh come on! I, I, yes, but, public safety is an issue, but but they've ignored public safety in the past. I mean, why is right, it so much I, safer today? Right? right. Oh, they, they, they ignored, ignored public safety. Say? They ignored people died last time. Yeah. Not for a Bills game. They were saying no. That, no but but to, but to Perloff's point, they aren't. They did ignore public safety when it came to the Kansas City Chiefs game. They did. Yeah, I mean that was that was crazy dangerous. Although. There is a big, having bad weather games, that's a memorable game. The Andy Reid icicle mustache is a lasting image. Right. If we think about one of the two of the most famous games ever were cold weather games. So there is an advantage. I, I understand what EJ's saying. Listen, I'm playing, I'm obviously kidding around here. If it is a public safety issue, but it does seem a little fishy to me that it just happens to help the, the bills that it's does sort of it dry though? out. I mean, yeah, because it's not going to be snowing and it's probably going to be a little less windy. I saw yesterday was crazy. It looked like a, a made up video of yeah. how bad. The snow, snow was whipping around all over the stadium. That now, that would be really hard to play. Now, what I will say is this is much better for everybody who's watching. Like, that Chiefs game sucked. Like, yeah. who wanted to terrible. watch that? It was I bad. know. Cold I was, weather, very bad weather football, especially in playoff time, is not good. That's like, what I think. I, I'm in favor of domes for everybody. Now, I, I get totally crucified agree. for that because people are like, oh, football, football weather, the elements are part of it. But... To be honest, I'd rather watch what we got between, you know, Cowboys, the Detroit Lions. Like, I'd rather see it in a dome and you don't have to worry about the weather. That's because all your salary cap is going to your quarterback and you uh, want a dome because your team is built for a dome. <laughs> well, to, to be again, honest, though. Again, it, like, uh, you're basically making up these humanitarian or other reasons when you just want to help the Bills get to the Super Bowl. No, what I'm saying is I don't, know, heat. I don't know if it would have mattered <laughs> if it was Hot in a ice. dome. <laughs> <laughs> would it have mattered if, it, if the game was in a dome? 
Saturday if you can't get to and from the stadium. At least Philadelphia politicians are honest. They, If they thought it could neutralize the other quarterback, they would have played a game in the middle of Hurricane Sandy. They do not care. <laughs> they are all about winning football, and they admit it, unlike the faux New York politicians. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I don't think I, – I think the New York politicians have realized, like, this is in the football god's hands. Nothing you can do. You, your best laid plans – you can't control That's a, this. Kind but of I agree with EJ. Football is not a sport that they cancels for weather. It's so rare. I mean, it's just an unusual situation. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I I get this. So I understand that it would have moved, been terrible they moved to football. Detroit last year to play a game against the Browns. I mean, this has been yeah. a bit of a unique situation, even for Buffalo. And this yeah. is quite frankly where the NFL needs to step in and say, "Hey, new stadium, you need you a tractable roof." Yeah, I agree and my thing you. is, look, like I think for me, like. I'm all for Buffalo wanting home field advantage with the cold weather. Make it retractable. You can That's twenty it. degree weather, mm. ten degree weather. Yeah, fine. It's whatever. My but tax like, is already high enough. EJ, retractable roofs are really expensive. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, make no, the owners other, pay for it. No, Buffalo, New York. You're going to put in. Yeah, that's never going to happen. You're going to have a $4 billion stadium for the smallest well, market a, in the a, league except for Green Bay. Idea. How about the billionaires pay for their own stadium? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So how about that? They, they can afford it. I um, also think a, sta- a roof would not have changed this decision. That's what I'm saying. the point was that's getting fair. back and forth and using people who should be clearing roads and saving other people from saving football fans. Meanwhile, yeah. so they did ask people to come to the stadium, not during nah. the travel ban, after the travel ban was over. And it was BYOS, bring your own shovel. Mm to dig out the seats and there's a moment that's going viral where they have like a snow shoot yeah. and a shirtless gentleman gets on the shoot and rides it all the way down the stadium. And I'm wondering, do you think they paid that guy? So it's 20 bucks an hour to come help shovel plus free food. But if you get caught riding the snow shoot, did they basically just tell you to go home? I think they pay you and tell you to go home. <laughs> Like, that's enough, Tommy. Yeah. Get well, out of clean, here. He cleaned it up. He he rode the shoot down yeah. and it got the snow down uh, even faster. I know so, what a uh, hero. He should get, he should get paid. <laughs> he had a shirt off, just <laughs> whipping it like a terrible towel uh, over his head. I, w- I wouldn't be very picky with rules. And, and yeah, I, I get way. the feeling there were not a lot of authorities monitoring the situation. <laughs> <laughs> he rode the snowshoe like it was a slide at the playground. Bogus has headlines, yes. A few things bring us together as a country, like celebrating a Cowboy playoff loss. Prescott on the shotgun, Pollard to his left. And he takes the snap, takes the handoff, tight pocket, throws it, intercepted, intercepted, intercepted back the other way. It's going to be a pick six for Darnell Savage. Oh, my goodness. Wayne Larravee on Packers Radio. Green Bay storming to a 27-0 lead in Dallas. They won 48-32, authoring the latest Cowboy playoff stinker. Jerry Jones asked postgame, If this was the worst loss he can remember. It's a complete crap. The owner didn't answer questions about Mike McCarthy's job status or any pending roster decisions. Jerry's team is now the first one ever to win 12 or more games for three straight seasons and not make a conference title game in any of them. The Packers, meanwhile, now 7-2 since their 3-6 start. Jordan Love still hot, throwing for 272 yards and three scores. Up next, the Niners in Santa Clara Saturday night. Just one touchdown pass from Jared Goff, but he was also a winner against his former team, so his current one was pumped up.
Goff returned to the Lion locker room after last night's 24-23 nail-biter with the Rams. Detroit managing just one field goal in the second half, but got stingy in the red zone in the second, forcing LA to kick just two short field goals. They also forced a punt near midfield with four minutes left, and then Goff's offense ran out the clock. The Lions get their first playoff win since 92, and now they have two home games in the same postseason for the first time ever, hosting the Eagles or the Bucks Sunday afternoon. The Chargers. It's a very chantable name. Right? Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. Jared. It's like the syllables. Yeah, you could do like Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> yeah, or not the same. Dak Prescott. That's not good. And well, no one nobody does that. that. Ain't chanting that. On his way to the airport, maybe. The Chargers reportedly meeting with Jim Harbaugh today in L.A. The Raiders may want to chat as well. Back in Michigan, QB J.J. McCarthy, running back Blake Corum declare for the draft. And Washington football hiring Arizona's Jed Fish to replace Kalen DeBoer. Fish gets a seven-year deal said to be worth 7.75 mil a season. Maybe you missed this over the weekend. The Bulls unveiled their new ring of honor Friday night. The late Jerry Krause, one of 13 honored, and fans booed his name, with many, of course, blaming him for the breakup of the Jordan Bulls. The boos made Jerry's widow Thelma cry courtside. Former Bull, current Warrior head coach Steve Kerr, not happy. The fans who booed, um, they know who they are, and that's um, to me, it's it's absolutely shameful, and I, I'm I'm devastated by that. This sucked. I, fans suck. They always suck, but this no. one sucked more than usual. No, no, no. I think anybody like Kerr or anyone who looks at the fans and is waving their finger at the fans, wrong person. There's one person to blame about why Jerry Krause got booed. We all know who it is, and he wasn't there Friday. Yeah, and it's about Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And if he had not made the documentary where the villain is Jerry Krause, we were all huddled in our homes during the pandemic and watched it and turned him into enemy number one. It's Michael Jordan's no, fault. No, 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 I'm, I'm older. I remember Jerry Krause. He kicked Jordan Pippen out and drafted Eddie Curry and Tyson Chandler. <laughs> Trust me, people in Chicago did not need the documentary. They hated him already. Dude, but to... I don't think they would have, like, time kind of bygones. Jordan brought it back up, ripped the scab back off again, and this is – you cannot say that Jordan didn't have a hand in what happened that night. What happened? Who cares? She got booed. I've been booed a million times. (laughs) Fans got got to have some (laughs) – what happened? What what happened? Nobody got – Got you're, beat up. Just, what do you mean? What happened? Who cares? She so got booed. Lady cry. You, you booed the. Widow. I made a lady cry. Oh my gosh! Go to Philly. We'll show you a booing. Hey, you I guys suck too. I know you didn't throw a D battery at her. <laughs> yeah, probably. to be fair, I don't know. If, like just watching the video, like it seemed. I don't know if the fans knew they were booing her. Only because the video it shows like Jerry Krause's face, sure. and then the the wipe goes to her crying, and I hope at that point people realize what they were doing. Okay. It's a, it's a ring of honor. They shouldn't be booing anybody. I totally should, agree with uh, that. They should leave it alone. But Let, the, move on to the next thing. Don't react. Also, I mean, let's be honest. Like, if you're really gonna boo a deceased person, don't they have to have committed a higher crime than the dynasty ended? I mean, come on. And Pippen was leaving anyway. I don't know. This is sports. I, I, I totally disagree Honestly, with that. Bulls fans, they, they embarrass themselves. To me, they showed me they don't know anything about basketball. Because I don't care what documentary. They could have made that documentary make him look like he was the Joker. Okay? Like, your team won six championships, and he was the general manager. Mm. The idea that you could look at that and say, no, 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 somehow he's a villain. We need to boo him on ring of honor night. Right. That's 
to me, like they real like I, I I'm a Knicks fan, so I already don't love Bulls fans anyway. But I lost a lot of respect for Chicago Bulls fans. Any I had remaining, because to me, you guys taught me you guys don't don't know anything about basketball. I think that. Yes, you're not supposed to boo right there, but I, you guys cannot just dismiss Jordan's role in this. With the recent he history, has blame. He how, has blame. how many people learned about, uh, not in Chicago, but how many people, it, it brings things up. You know, you you may have forgotten things from the 90s. It was a long time ago. And now it's all super fresh and they booed the winner. Maggie, it takes one Google search to see, oh, Jordan says this guy sucks. Let me look. Oh, Jerry Krause led the six championships. Okay, maybe he wasn't so bad. Like, come on. Like, wh- like, like, Michael Jordan tells me to jump over a bridge. I'm jumping over a bridge. Like, they, these people got to be smarter yeah. than okay, that. Okay, but EJ, how revered is Jordan? It's like he never missed a shot. The, yeah, the, the history of Michael Jordan <laughs> is, yeah, in your mind, he never played for the Wizards. There's a lot of things. We do a lot of revisionist yeah. history here. Jordan was an all-time great winner. But winning in a maniacal way, that movie needed a villain. Oh, it was on. easy that it was Krause because he maybe was in real life. But to to the extent that they vilified him in that documentary led to that. Well, and you can I, I vilify feel, him and boo him, just not then. Just I feel not like that one real, situation. Real jealousy as a Philly fan. Booing a, a deceased GM's widow, that's next level. Man, if there was somebody... You're jealous we, of that? Oh, yeah. You're looking Philly, for a like, target? Missed I mean, listen, our, our claim to fame is booing Santa Claus. That was pretty good, but this is this is approaching. Oh, like, oh, yes, oh, bring me Mrs. Claus. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, blame Michael Jordan. I mean, I'm so sorry, Miss Krause. I'm sorry you lost your husband, but I this is not... I don't care. Krause did say when he was alive, he didn't, like, he, he understood the booing, but... The only time that he didn't like it was when his uh, was because his wife when his wife was there and he, his wife would cry. Mag, you're the one who said don't bring kids to the press conference as a buffer when everyone's mad at you. So this is like who cares about a coach's or GM's family? Jerry Krause didn't make the decision. <laughs> he was like, did they have a seance and told her to I think go? It's in his will. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. All right, let's get this thing back on track. The Cowboys, they blew it. Talk about it next. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Want to get some of your phone calls in. John is in South Carolina, has a thought on the Cowboys and their big loss to the Green Bay Packers. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, uh, great show. Good to listen to you folks. Uh, the Cowboys and the Browns are suffering from two curses. The Browns got the Super Bowl curse because they haven't done anything since that Super Bowl was created, and they used to be a great team back in the day. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys got Jerry Jones. 
Yep. And until I don't know what the Browns can do to get rid of their curse because that Super Bowl ain't going away. But until the Cowboys do something with Jerry Jones, which they can't do because it is Jerry Jones, it's just it just can't work with anybody he hired. I I just can't see it. And as far as those fans booing, I, I'm 70. I watched Jordan play. Yeah, he's great. But I still think LeBron's better. But uh, he was a a hard person, and yeah, he caused that booing of that widow thing. Even though they weren't booing the widow, she was yeah, they were just booing the memory of the former GM. John, thank you for that. You know, it's funny about let's go to the Jerry Jones thing because we're also talking about the Bulls fans uh, booing their own their former GM who's since passed away, getting inducted the Ring of Honor. But Jerry has won Super Bowls. It's the firing of mm. Jimmy Johnson, and since then that he hasn't, and he did win with Switzer. And then, like, when does the curse start? I don't know if curse. I mean, this isn't a curse means superstitious. This is reality. The structure of the team is something about the way Jerry Jones runs that team limits how far they can go. It's just the reality of the situation. We'll see what they do with head coach Mike McCarthy. Meanwhile, Jim Harbaugh is going to be meeting with the Chargers today Mm. about their head coaching job. Will they, like, let him out of the building, quote, unquote? Anthony is in D.C. Anthony, we've left you with, like, not much time. What's going on, pal? Hey, first-time listener and fortunately first-time caller. Real quickly, uh, the Chicago Bulls, uh, those those so-called fans need to have their season tickets revoked immediately. And then number two, there is no curse for the Cowboys. They just need a real football staff that knows how to coach in the playoffs. Yeah. Anthony, thank you for finding the show and hope we've turned you into a listener. Uh, we've got to go. We've left no time. I don't know if I'd take the season tickets away. be hard to do that the first time Bulls fans have shown any kind of passion about their team in a long time. It was super misguided. Oh, come on. Thank you. The Philly guy in the room is like, you want to see booing? (laughs) Wish tonight's game was in Philly. If the Eagles lose, there will be booing. EJ and Pete and Kaplan and Bogish and the Weedos and the coffee drinkers and the callers. Thanks, everyone. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.